Waiting on God by Pastor John Musimi. Remember the dark ages, thousands of years ago, when you had to wait an entire week to watch a new episode of your favorite TV series. How archaic, right? Now we can have the entire season at once. We can microwave our food and have it hot in seconds. We can brew a cup of coffee instantly. The speed with which technology achieves results is a blessing for which we must be thankful. And yet because we occupy an instant everything world, a society designed to reward speed and discourage delay, we risk becoming less accustomed to waiting. This presents spiritual problems for us because with God, waiting is the norm. God, unlike us, in our fast-paced, instant-everything world, seems to prefer to do things the old-fashioned way. He is never in a hurry, and yet he is always on time. His purposes unfold slowly but surely. His promises are usually fulfilled in long time periods, but they come to pass nevertheless. A test. Waiting, therefore, becomes quite the test for us. It reveals our hearts in ways other tests can't. With delay we come, we can become perplexed, doubtful, angry, and disoriented. This may be compounded especially if we see other people getting from the Lord what we want. O oh Lord, how long? Habakkuk 1-2a The prophet Habakkuk was deeply concerned about moral degeneration in Judah. He went to the Lord to lay the issue before him and seek his intervention. It seems that when Habakkuk first began to pray, he supposed that God would immediately arise and act. The matters he was raising with God were pretty serious. Surely the Lord would deal with them swiftly, wouldn't he? And yet, day after day, Habakkuk could look out the window and nothing had changed. The newspaper headlines did not say anything about a positive moral revolution in Judah. And so Habakkuk laments to the Lord about it. He prefaces his lament with, O oh Lord, how long? The answers Habakkuk sought did not come in the time he expected them. Instead, he found himself having to wait. When God finally answers, he reveals that the solution he is working on will take years before it takes effect. Good company. In waiting, Habakkuk is in good company. God has dwelt, dealt with the saints of old by requiring them to wait patiently for his promises to materialize. Abraham waited many years for the promised child. Isaac waited 20 years for his wife to bear children. Joseph waited over two decades before the dream was realized. The nation of Israel waited centuries before deliverance from Egypt came. David waited many years before he ascended the throne to which he had been appointed. The exiles would wait 70 years before they could return to their land. The church for millennia continues to wait for her Lord to return in glory. With God, waiting is par for the cause. His Glory why does God make us wait? The short answer is to manifest some aspect of his glory to us and through us. In one case, 
the delay in judgment was in order to give men the time needed to repent so that his patience and mercy may be sin. Second Peter 3.9 In another case, his delay was so that the situation would get bad enough that his power may be shown to triumph even over the very worst of circumstances. John 11 with Lazarus. In yet other instances, the delay is to cultivate spiritual fruit by testing our faith so that his wisdom may be seen. James chapter 1 verse 2. In some cases, the reason is not immediately apparent. You, like Habakkuk, may have found yourself in a long period of waiting on God. Do not despair, for God has put you there and he has good reasons why. How then should you wait? Lament. First, employ biblical lament when the wait feels frustrating. Deep and honest lament is a great grace that God avails to every Christian. Habakkuk is lamenting. He is basically saying, Why aren't you doing what I know you can do and have done? Don't you see? Don't you hear? Lament was an important part of how the saints in Scripture related to God. It is precisely because they knew that God was all-powerful that they frequently came to him and cried, How long, O Lord? They did not suppress what was going on in their hearts, but told it all to God. This usually broke forth in a deep sense of assurance and produced the fruit of patience and trust in God. Resist. Second, resist the temptation to think harsh thoughts of God. Actively fight rising notions that God calls, that God that, that call God's goodness, wisdom, and love into question. In the thick of the weight, you will be strongly drawn into dark places in your mind. Notice this and put it to death by God's grace. Read. Third, read passages about the saints of old who also waited on God for long and drew encouragement from them. See the outcomes of their patience and endurance. Observe God's wise dealings with them and note the beauty of God's perfect timing in bringing about his purposes in their lives. Local Church Fourth, talk about the struggle with other saints in the church and let them pray with you and for you. The local church is a gift of God to help you with the burdens of life. Lean on it. Rest. Fifth, rest in faith in God's sovereign care and wisdom. Though it seems God is unaware or inactive, yet he is at work in hidden and unexpected ways. What seem like wasted years, unexpected delays, and unwanted detours are all in his good and wise plan for your life. So then, dear saint, as the world around us seeks to conform us into its mold of instant gratification, let us learn to be renewed in our thinking and be content to move at God's pace.